0: It is so great to see your faces after seeing the back of your heads on our online uh, streaming service the last couple of weeks. Um, I'm glad we can offer this online service to people who need it, but I'm telling you, it is not the same as being here. And uh, it is so good to see you two weeks ago, yesterday. Yesterday. I called Jeremy and I said, dude, I'm going to mess your Saturday up. Um, I just tested positive for COVID and you got to preach tomorrow. And uh, you would not have known. He only had 18 or so hours. I watched the service and worshiped with you and, uh, and Janet and I were a part of that group that was watching online. And I so much appreciate Jeremy Being willing to just jump in and say, I got it. And he took care of everything. Then last week he was already scheduled to preach. So, uh, dude, I appreciate you. And it is so much better to be right here than watching on my TV screen. Let me share... A scripture reading with you from Romans 8, verses 29 and 30. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. This is the word of God for the people of God. Amen. Thanks be to God. The illustration with the confirmands for just a minute because you guys are part of the illustration. Are you ready? You don't know what's coming, do you? That's okay, you don't have to. So, I have something I would like to share with you. I have something to share with you. I have something to share with you. you. I've never seen anybody so hesitant (laughs) to reach out and take money. I have something to share with you for free. I have something to share with you as a free gift. I have something to share with you. It's a gift. I have something to share with you. Gift, <laughs> and I have something to share with you.
1: Uh, it's a gift,
0: Marcus. Oh, sorry, I don't have any for the second row, man. <laughs> so let me ask you something. I offered you a gift.
1: What you have to do?
0: You had to take it. You had to receive it, right? I was intentionally far enough away that you had to at least lean forward a little and reach out and grab it. You had to receive that gift that's free. Now, for five bucks, I learned something this week. If you go to Steak and Shake between 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock, you can get two milkshakes for that price. (laughs) Now, I'm going to encourage you to hang on to that for a while at least as a reminder of the free gift that we're given in Christ. Given freely. All we have to do is receive it. So, you had to take it. Where did the whole process start? Did you make that happen? No, you did. I did. Oh, Okay. So I started the process, offered to you, and you received a free gift. Right answer. I was the one who initiated that. You are the ones who responded to that gift. So as we think about God's grace, which... We are celebrating in baptism, and remembering of baptisms, and in confirmation. It's a very similar kind of process. Now, I know that any human illustration where we try to illustrate a truth about God falls apart somewhere. I'm not, this is not the perfect thing, but, but understand me. We're gonna talk about grace as something offered freely and something that we can reach out, just like you did, and receive Grace. Oh, did y'all talk about grace in confirmation class for grace. What? Got one? Grace? Okay, let me ask your family members and your friends. Somebody give me a definition for grace. Katie? Free forgiveness and unconditional love? Okay, great, thank you. Anybody else? Grace. Undeserved favor. All right. Anybody else want to add to that? Yes? Okay, forgiveness that leads us to eternal faith in God. Is that what I heard? All right. Thank you. So, grace. It's all those words connected free undeserved unmerited it has to do with our faith in God it has to do with forgiveness on this confirmation Sunday which has already included baptisms and there will be remembrance of those and multiple professions of faith I want to just do a quick review and make sure we're focusing the right place today You see, anytime we have a baptism, it's awesome to see the individual, whether that's a baby, whether it's youth, whether it's an adult, it's awesome to see that person celebrate their choosing to reach out and take and receive that faith. But the celebration is never about that person or persons we just saw a couple of baptisms but ultimately those baptisms weren't about adrian and sammy they were about grace we celebrate grace when we baptize someone and sometimes we forget about the grace part but understand What we celebrate in baptism is God's grace at work in our lives even before we were aware of it. I mean that's why we can celebrate grace by even baptizing a baby. We're not celebrating how much that child might understand. We're not necessarily celebrating the fact that their Christian parents choose to stand up with them and present them to the Lord and profess their own faith and commit to raising that child as a child of God. It's not primarily about a youth or an older adult being baptized because now they can understand what's going on. I'll bet you there aren't too many people in this room who fully understand what was going on when you got baptized. I didn't. Maybe Jeremy did. He's pretty sharp. Um, it's not about our understanding. It's not about how old they are or, or not. It's not primarily about that parent's commitment. First and foremost, baptism is a holy celebration of God's grace-filled work in our lives to bring us to that point. God's grace at work in us before we're even aware of it. It's what Methodists call prevenient grace. Some of you are familiar with that term. You know that. Prevenient grace. Prevenient. It comes from a combination of a prefix pre which means before and vent which means go or to go and so you put that word together as preventing or prevenient grace that's the grace that goes before us that goes in our lives far before we're aware of it Far before we can fully understand what's going on, God, through prevenient grace, is already working in our lives. Baptism is a celebration of that grace. That's why we can baptize people of all ages. Because it's not about being old enough. It's about celebrating the grace of God already active in their lives.
1: The grace of God.
0: The grace of God drew already active in in Vivian. In Vivian's life at 15 days old or so. Somewhere along there. She doesn't understand that. But we can celebrate that and we can be a part of that. God's grace working before we're aware of it. That's what we celebrate in baptism. We need to not misfocus on only the individual being baptized, but why we're baptizing them. We're celebrating God's gracious work in their lives. And then we do baptismal. Baptism remembrance, you'll see that in a few minutes. It's a remembering not only of the previous experience of baptism, but a remembrance of God's grace that was celebrated then, maybe as a youth, maybe as an infant, could be as an adult. We're celebrating that same grace that we celebrated then. Now we remember it and celebrate it. Again, Because that gracious work of God in our lives has continued. And then at confirmation, which is essentially part two of the journey of grace in terms of being a part of the church. The second step of the journey that comes after baptism. Now it can be years after the baptism or as in the case of the two this morning, it can be a few minutes after But understand, the confirmands, this group down here, they are the responders. In every case, we celebrate that God is the initiator. You saw what had to happen when I said, I have a gift for you. And they said... And they watched and they wondered. Ultimately, they had to reach out and accept that gift. Grace is similar in that God offers it freely to us, but we have to reach out and accept it. In confirmation, these youth make public their decision to reach out and accept God's work of grace in their lives to this point and to continue on in the journey with the body of Christ they're becoming a part of, this church. Now, along with God's grace, yes, we celebrate their public decision to reach out and respond to God's offer of grace. It all happens because God has always acted first. Initiating a grace-filled relationship before we're even aware of it. It was God's plan from the beginning to work ahead in your life, in their lives, in our lives before we're aware of it. Drawing us toward relationship. With the living God. Listen to the intention expressed in that, those couple of verses we read earlier. For God knew his people in advance. He chose them. To become like his son. So that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them. He called them to come to him. And having called them he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. It's clear in these words that God is the actor. God is the initiator. God is the one offering the gift of grace. The only place left for us to find ourselves in this story is as the responder. Those who choose to reach out and say, oh, okay, free gift, Um, thank you. Now, there are plenty of other reminders in Scripture that God is the initiator. We read in Jeremiah 7, 23, a portion of that passage where God speaks and says, I will be your God and you will be my people continually that idea is repeated in jeremiah 31 i will be their god and they will be my people and then quoted in uh, the book of 2 corinthians chapter 6 paul quotes i will be their god and they shall be my people And there are multiple more times you can find that very similar phrase throughout the Old and New Testament. They all remind us that it is God who chooses first and we have the opportunity to respond. God invites, we accept. God initiates, we receive. All of this we celebrate today in baptism and remembrance of baptism and confirmation with public professions of faith in Christ. Yes, we're excited that these youth are choosing to be baptized or remember their baptism or celebrate their public profession of faith through confirmation, whatever step they may be in along the way. We're excited for them and about them, but we're celebrating grace. We're celebrating God's grace, God's initiation, God's work in our lives. So let's continue this celebration of grace as we move forward through our confirmation service.